Now he has 50, and what a good way that is to go through to your first Test match 50. Great shot. What a shot that is. Sky Sports Cricket Podcast. Well, I'm pleased to say Mike Atherton is here to assess day three of the second Test at Lords, a day on which Liam Plunkett struck his maiden Test 50 to earn England a first innings lead of 24, and then dismissed Chiteshwar Pujara and Virat Kohli in two balls to tilt the Test in the home side's favour. Perhaps. India were 169 for four at stumps, which means they lead by 145 runs going into the fourth day with the dependable Murli VJ and Emma Stoney still at the crease. Athers, we came here fearing thunderstorms, but we've actually seen a fantastic day's cricket, and it appears that we are heading towards a result of some kind. Praise be, yeah. After after the kind of flat pitches we've seen so far in, in the series, the, the standard of cricket has been excellent. It's been interesting to watch. Um, I think we're more, more than likely that we'll get a result. Which way that will go, of course, remains to be seen. If India can double their... 145, they'll be confident of success. Uh, but anything less than you know, 250 thereabouts, I think England have got a serious chance as well. Everything seemed relatively calm in the evening session when India were 118 for one, and then Plunkett taking those two wickets in as many balls. I think just beforehand you'd hinted that you'd seen something in the pitch in movement around which suggested that something might still be uh, coming that way. Well I just felt that there was enough in the surface to give you a bit of hope. It wasn't like the pitches that we've seen the cricket on so far this summer where you know for long passages of play it never looked like a batsman getting out. So I just felt there was enough unevenness of bounce, enough movement off the seam. Um, just to give you a bit of hope that if a batsman did make a mistake or you did get one wicket, you could easily pick up a second quickly. It happened that you know they got a second very quickly because Coley was out first ball. But I think even when a partnership is going on this kind of surface, and even when batsmen you know get to 30 or 40, it's not a pitch upon which you're ever quite in, and that gives you great hope as a captain and a bowler. And Pajar is such a big wicket because when he gets hundreds, he gets big hundreds. Well, he's a fantastic player, I mm. think. Um, I think he's the key wicket, actually. I know Coley's perhaps uh, got more of a reputation. Uh, but if you said to me, I'll give you one wicket cheaply of this Indian batting lineup, I think I'd take Pajara because he's got outstanding concentration, his watertight technique and defence. Um, and, you know, has an appetite for big runs. So that was a big, big wicket when he nicked off to Liam Plunkett. And Virat Kohli can't seem to buy a run at the moment. No, I mean, you know, it's, it's a struggle for him. I think his reputation's gone before him a little bit. You know, he's got 25 test hundreds, but 19 of those have come in ODI cricket. He doesn't have much experience here in England. Um, he's a fine, fine player, there's no doubt about that. But like, he's you know, a young player finding his way and, and learning a bit about a part of the game that he's not had that much experience in. The vagaries of test cricket once again to the fore. Jinka Rahane, the 100 in the first innings, Unfortunately, this time, a shocking decision caught off the arm guard. Stuart Ward, the beneficiary of that one. Yeah, we're going to see this during the series. There's no DRS, no uh, ability for players to you know, call for a replay. Um, so bad decisions will get highlighted in a way that uh, they don't really get highlighted now with DRS. And Rahani, unlucky on this occasion, but there'll be many others. How impressed have you been with Murali Vijay, who some perhaps might be lucky to be on this tour in many ways but actually he's a rock at the top of the order what do you like about him? Well today was as good an innings as he's played really I know he got a big 100 at Trent Bridge and a 50 in the second innings there um, but I, I thought today given the testing conditions um, you know that was equal of either innings at, at Trent Bridge 
Um, and his job is to try and get India up to that kind of match-winning total of, of 260, 270 and more. Um, and while he's still there, you know, England have got their work cut out. Have you spotted any potential weaknesses which England could nag away at tomorrow morning? Not really. He looks a good player, doesn't he? He's very free through the offside. Um, you know, he's, a, he's got a lovely sense of timing and a deft touch through the offside. Uh, and as yet, England haven't found a way to prize him out. Broad went at him today with some short balls, but he handled those pretty well. He looks a top-class player. Just going back to the start of the day, England were 219 for six overnight. That was still 76 runs behind. And we came to the ground this morning thinking, a few quick wickets and England really behind the eight ball here. As it turned out, runs flowed fairly freely. Uh, Stuart Broad, perhaps his two ball winnings aside. Uh, and, and Plunkett um, batting um, to score his maiden test 50. How impressed were you with that knock? Well, he played well. He, he's no muggly in Plunkett. He's got a couple of test, a uh, couple of first-class hundreds to his name, so he can clearly bat. It's fantastic to have somebody like him coming in at number 10. Um, you know, it can be a real thorn in the side of the opposition uh, because generally he'll be in when the ball's a bit older. Um, and I thought he played really well today. He looked to have a, a good technique. He played well through the offside, front and back foot. Good to see him get a maiden 50. It was a shame Matt Pryor, who got in, didn't quite go on. He was looking for a short ball and tried to pull a ball that wasn't quite short enough. It was a good catch by Darwin running back at slip there. Um, we began the series wondering what we'd really expect from Sri Lanka's attack. Um, fairly inexperienced. Look, Bhuvaneshwar Kumar has really come up trumps. Six wickets to join quite an elite club for taking uh, six wickets here at Lords. Yeah, he's a skillful bowler. He's not quick by any means. Only, what, 79 miles an hour, which is military medium, really, by test match standards. But he's very skillful. Presents a beautiful scene. Can swing it both ways. Bowl long spells for Donies, bold spells of 10 and 11 overs here because he conserves his energy and he's not a, you know, out-and-out fast bowler. And he's very accurate. He gave England uh, an object lesson, really, in the first innings of how to bowl on a pitch that offers a bit. And that's the worrying thing for England, that they were out-bowled in the first innings by India's seamers on a tailor-made pitch for them. Mm. You said on commentary, if India can extend that lead now to perhaps 220, 240, that kind of spread then it really is game on. 220 a little bit low, do you think? No, it is. I'm, I'm just beefy yeah. asking at what point do England start to get concerned. And, and if you're a fielding captain and everything went well for you, you know, you'd win the game. you could win mm. the game with that kind of a score. I don't think they'd be favourites with that score, but if they double their score to 290, I think that would make them uh, favourites. I mean, we never quite know how the pitch is going to play. Will it flatten out? I don't think so. I think there'll be enough movement for the seam bowlers all the way through. And of course India um, have Ravindra Jadeja and England have six left-handers and there's a bit mm. of rough there now, so that's to their advantage as well. Uh, but for Jadeja to, Jadeja to have an impact, you know, you, you need a few runs to play with. So um, India has still got a fair bit of batting to do. They need to bat for half the day tomorrow. We never quite know how many overs we're going to get in a day either these days, do we? I think England five overs short, a terrible run rate at times, I think 12.4 in the afternoon session. Is there anything we can do to get these rates back up? Well, Bumble, of course, you know, goes on about the 12th men running on all the time. I'm afraid on a pitch like this, where seam bowlers are going to do 90 to 95% of the work, you're probably going to have a slightly slower over rate. It doesn't condone it. Um, and, you know, the pace of play could be and should be quicker. Uh, but unlike at Trent Bridge, where spin would come into the game, it's seam bowlers who are doing all the work here. We have a, a real treat in every sense in the build-up to tomorrow's play. I think you build it earlier. The posh boy 
against the Essex boy in real tennis. And we can't give away the result. It did happen at lunchtime. Some cracking footage there. But uh, what can you tell us there about that match-up? Well, I haven't seen any of the action. And I'm not sure, to be honest, I'll be glued to my te- television watching <laughs> Strauss in the same play real tennis. I think I've got better things to do. But I know where my money is, and it's not with the Essex boy. There was some suggestion that you might have played real tennis uh, before, which you flatly denied very quickly. No real uh, tennis course in Newton Heath, Manchester, Ollie, sadly. Well, Athos, we, let me convince you to tune in tomorrow. It is a good watch, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be back on air at 10am on Sky Sports 2. Great, Thanks, take your word for it. Cheers. You're listening to Sky Sports Cricket Podcast. England's man of the day, Liam Plunkett, joined Ian Ward at Stumps to reflect on his day's work. Liam, good evening. 145 runs, India lead. They are four wickets down. How do you see this game? Today was a good day. Uh, I think tomorrow we'll come out hard again. I mean, we get a few early ones. It's obviously still a good pitch. It's a good cricket wicket. Uh, I think the wicket only, only gets better, so uh, we'll go hard in the morning and see what happens. Did you get your just rewards? Four wickets for a lot of hard effort from the seamers? Yeah, I think we bowl well. Uh, the length's a lot better, especially I felt... My length's a lot better today, but uh, would have been nice to get five down, but we're happy where we're at. Obviously, in the morning, if we come out again, it'd be a, try and get them for 150 for six, it'd be great. How much did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> been working hard, to be honest with you. Uh, I felt good with the bat all year. Uh, been working on some stuff, and last night when I came in as night watchman, uh, I worked really hard on lining it up, and I felt in a good nick, and obviously came out this morning, a bit more confident. Uh, talking about last night when you sent out as night watchman, they didn't give you an easy ride. Well, yeah, expect that, obviously, test cricket. Uh, I was prepared for it. Obviously, I do work hard on my batting, and I felt, I felt good, to be honest with you. You got stuck in. If we go jump quickly back to your batting, some proper shots here. That's a peach. <laughs> as I said, I do work hard on it. It's just, obviously, getting myself in. Obviously, batting number 10 as well, it's, it, it's good to get runs down the order, as Jimmy and Brody have showed. We can do that, and obviously, me and Jimmy put in a partnership at the end, and past their total, it's massive for us. Any nerves as you're approaching the 50? Not really. I mean, I was just trying to get that past that lead. That was more important. But it's nice to get a first test 50. Uh, absolutely over the moon with it. In the side, though, mainly, if I can say, to bowl. And you got a couple of very important wickets. I felt uh, good today. Felt a good rhythm. Felt I got my length a lot better. Uh, managed to give it more pace. Uh, so it was good, good rhythm. And obviously, them two wickets were crucial for us. That one going down the hill. Deliberate to go back at Coley? I was just trying, yeah, top of off. I just wanted to go at him early when he came in. Uh, it's actually held its line, which is perfect. So you're on a hat-trick at Lords. Now, can I just show you this? Would you, what mark out of ten, because all the crowd were getting up, marks out of ten for the hat-trick ball from Liam Plunkett? Yeah, it's fairly average, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hit Rossi, go off stump again, but really hard. I didn't want to give him a, a floaty half volley, but she got the line wrong. I'd like to show you uh, just your, where are they, the release points here? Using the crease. Uh, that was the delivery to get Vijay sort of off strike and went yeah. down the leg side. Wicked of Pajara. When do you do it? I just felt like I was getting a little bit of shape. Uh, I felt in good rhythm. and Obviously, this year I felt a lot better than previous and I'm starting to get a little bit of shape. So when I feel like that, I don't want to leave too many easy uh, leaves. So I come wide of, the, wide of the crease when I feel like it's shaping a bit and try and get that late swing to make the batsman play. Uh, you mentioned the pitch, um, saying it might get better and better. So what's realistic that you can chase? I'm not too sure, mate. Obviously... Be nice to go 250, uh, 270. I think we'll chase that. Still come hard in the morning, and hopefully we can put pressure on them straight away. But it'd be nice to take one or two more tonight. Yep. But we're happy where we're at. Appreciate your time. Well done. Thank you. Thanks for downloading the Sky Sports Cricket Podcast. 
To find other podcasts you might like, go to skysports.com forward slash podcast.